This episode of Spartan Up is brought to you by Four Sigmatic. Join the mushroom coffee revolution at foursigmatic.com forward slash Spartan. I welcome everybody. We're a little uh, little different uh, location here today. We're in Boston, uh, right downtown near Spartan headquarters. And uh, as always, I've got uh, Sephiroth with me today. Uh, the seed, uh, the seed hunters. Oh uh, yeah, thank you very much. Seed hunters. hunters. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, we've got uh, Johnny Wade over here on my right. Keep us Marian. straight. We got our producer Marion. We're missing today, or right now, we're missing Joe. Where, where yeah, is he? So, so this is interesting. Joe DeSena, uh was to be here with us, but we got a call. He had to go in for an emergency root canal. Well, so Joe, so that truly, Joe would rather get a root canal than the, do the podcast with us. If you're but, ever wondering if it's fun, do the podcast. <laughs> But hey, something that is fun is this episode we've got coming up. Um, really special. Three for one. Three incredible guys. Oscar Mike. Tell us a little bit they about are. these guys, They're Tim. Guys. Yeah, Oscar Mike, these are, it's an organization, obviously, of, well, it's not obviously, it's Oscar Mike, an organization uh, of adaptive athletes. And they're out there, and not only uh, they are personally overcoming challenges that they've all encountered, but they are inspiring others. And they go around and they talk and they give motivational speeches, and they uh, all come out to our races as a group. Uh, these guys are missing arms, they're missing legs, they're in wheelchairs, they're paraplegics, and they help one another over but the obstacles. But they're not missing their hearts and courage well, no, and I mean, humor. They, and they not only yeah. sign up for our races, they sign up for a lot of races. Yep. And they're, they're just out there. They're, such uh, they're extraordinarily inspirational. We are here in Tahoe. It's Barton Up Podcast. F you, Erica. We've got Johnny, Noah, and Earl. And we are talking resiliency, grit, getting it done. Uh, I want to learn something here uh, that we could apply to our own lives, for everybody listening, on how to overcome obstacles. I'm handing Johnny the mic. What do we got? Oh, how to overcome obstacles. Um, I want to say, like, the easiest way is having a purpose, you know? Uh, don't want to take anything away from the medal. The medal itself is an achievement, you know? But you do an RBS, you're going to receive the same one. Like, you know, in every single race for me, it's not just a different terrain. It's the people that I run into and um, what we help them accomplish. I don't want to sound like this is not a challenge for me because it is. It's just I have gotten to a point that I'm training and I repeat these constantly, like week after week. But um, it's showing people that I accomplish this and being able to be next to them as they accomplish their own goals. It's, it's just unbelievable. Powerful. Yes, sir. It's a purpose. Yeah, I think uh, when, you, when you recognize an obstacle, you, you know, you have two choices most of the time. And I think the easiest choice is always to go around it, you know. And um, it, it's, you know, a lot of times I, if, if you can force yourself to choose to go over the obstacle or through the obstacle, whatever the obstacle is, um, you know, a, a lot of times, you know, we've all three of us here have faced some pretty serious obstacles where we didn't really even have a choice. And I think that that almost gives us a, an unfair advantage, you know, when, when it comes to the next obstacles, because we've already overcome so much that, you know, when, when you're faced with something. But not that everybody couldn't, you know, uh, apply that to their lives, too. But that's just what I've noticed. Not that you faced any obstacles, Earl, but you got anything for us? Well, um, now you, we're talking about making choices. And, uh, you know, sometimes when adversity falls in our lap or... Uh, uh, we we have choices to make, and we could take the easy way out or the pity way. Woe is me, I'm a victim route. Or we could try to reach down inside of us and find that grit and move forward and understand that we don't have to carry that adversity on our own when it comes to facing these obstacles. 
you know, I, Lopez, you touched up on it as well, having that purpose of helping other people getting through those obstacles. And I think that's something to think about as well. Even when we're out on that course, if somebody <coughs> can't get up a, an eight-foot wall, you know, you look at your team around you or even strangers. Hey, help me get up this wall. I guarantee you they're going to help me get through that obstacle together. In life, too, right? Absolutely. Yeah, that's just a good life mentality. Sometimes we hold in that pride, like, I can handle this on my own. Even though you're struggling for so long, people are afraid to ask for help sometimes. But once you do and you realize the right people are helping you out, you can overcome a lot. If if you're just listening out there and you're not uh, viewing this podcast, the three gentlemen I'm talking to are adaptive athletes. Is that a proper uh, way? That's a good way to it. Yeah, so I lost a leg in Afghanistan and uh, Noah's... uh, a quadriplegic uh, serving in the Marine Corps, and uh, Lopez uh, uh, lost his left arm uh, while serving uh, in the Army uh, while stationed in Germany. So. so if anybody is an expert on dealing with obstacles and overcoming them, it's these three three guys. All right, let's pick up. Let's pick up. Um, it, it looks like you want to expand a little bit on these disabilities. Yes, thank you. Because uh, when we talk about the physical disabilities, yeah, um, you're a quad leg amputee, I'm an arm amputee. Um, during these part in races, uh, it's not like I grew another arm and I'm able to like do more. It's self-confidence have grown, you know, and the purpose, the why, like, he has made us a better person. We're gonna go into like, why do we do this? And um, the mission, I'm gonna speak about OAW, is to empower and motivate our nation's wounded veterans. But at the same time, it's given us once again a purpose of why do we go through this? I mean. We, we still have our, the same disabilities that we had before we started doing Spartan races. The only difference is that now we have a reason why we want to go up a mountain for 32 miles. You know, it, It's, it's going to be horrible. We know that. We're going to be hungry. Feet are going to hurt. You know, Monday, but like Monday, we're going to wake up and we're going to be like, wow, we conquered this beast. We conquered this ultra beast. What's a little confusing to me is you talk about 32 miles. We've extended it to 40 miles. Is that a problem? <laughs> so um, just to announce, you will be with us part of the course. So if those, if those are those are the miles, great. I will be out there the first mile with you. <laughs> 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 what were you gonna say, Earl? Uh, talking about uh, you know the why and why we do this, and Lopez, I know you touched up before on that purpose, and it's like you said before, we all face this adversity and uh, is hard. Uh, you know, challenges in our lives and, and things that our cards were just dealt and we didn't expect it to happen. Well, and I think throughout the years, we found our new purpose, whether, and I found it's one of my biggest purposes is helping other people overcome their obstacles, whether it's a mental portion or whether it's a physical portion. And it gives you a sense of that purpose at all and understanding, like, uh, you know, I, I hate saying to people, you know, I know what you've been through because everybody handles things differently. Like, somebody could be in the same exact situation I'm in, but they could be handling it differently. So I can't say, I know what you've been through, but I, what I could offer is maybe assistance, whether it's the physical aspect or the mental aspect of reaching your goals and living a healthy, happy life again. And I think that's an important thing to say about having that why. And it brings it's very humbling. Hey, Spartans, sorry to interrupt this great interview. We'll be back with the rest of it in just a minute. But first, we want to talk to you a little bit about our sponsor this week, Four Sigmatic. We're sitting around here. I'm sitting around the uh, kitchen table here with my good Spartan pals, Johnny and Sephra. And our friend, the Jackfruit. And our friend, the Jackfruit, which I've been introduced to. Um, I've also been introduced to recently 
uh, four sigmatic products. We've got coffee and mushrooms. And I got to tell you, of all the people in the world, um, four sigmatics, they didn't know. They sent it to me. I don't drink coffee. I don't drink tea. I have never actually even tasted coffee in my life. So probably not. The, really? Really. Probably not the spokesman for them. But because they sent it and I was asked, I have sat and I've drank them all. So I've broken kind of my vow and yeah, I've yeah. drank. And I got to tell you, I am, um, I like them. All right. I mean, right down the line, the, the lion's mane. Yep. I really like that one. The coffee I was really surprised by. And I don't know if you've gotten a chance to taste the, uh, the cocoa. Yeah. Uh, but the cocoa I drank, and it tastes exactly like cocoa, which I do like. Johnny, so. Lion's Mane's also called uh, the bearded tooth fungus. The bearded maybe, tooth fungus. Maybe that could be your spirit animal mushroom right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but, but, this, one, this one's got um, Lion's Mane and Chaga in it. Have you guys ever seen Chaga? Yeah, Have you Chaga ever seen... like grows on the side of trees and looks like a big um, like burnt mass, right? Yeah. It's burned, yeah. Exactly. That's the melanin in it. Yeah, and that and that's one of the things that these that these guys do so well, right? Usually, I'm like climbing up a tree and harvesting the chaga, and then you grind it, and then you boil it, and then it takes forever to make a tincture. And now we just got this stuff, and just tear the poach and drink it. Yeah, way to go for sigmatic because like people don't understand how medicinal and how helpful these mushrooms are, and now they're just so easy. And, and so, Tim, Tim, you mentioned about being somebody who didn't drink coffee, didn't drink tea and whatnot. I, I do drink a lot of coffee and do drink a lot of tea. And too. so it was, it was nice to be able to actually, you know, to, to compare it to that. And it actually compares very favorably, you know, especially considering it's instant. Like the fact yeah. that you're drinking an instant coffee or an instant powder that, that tastes really, really good. And well, like, instantly I, makes you feel better. Yeah, well, I'll tell you, for years my wife has tried to get me to drink coffee. And she mm. says there's something magical about holding the hot cup and yeah. the aroma and everything. And, and, you know, obviously I didn't buy into it because I didn't do it. But <laughs> Poor Carla. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, I, I, I'm a little unusual sometimes. But I'll tell you what, I, I went ahead true. and I've tried these out. And there is. It's, it's just a nice feeling right it's, yep. it's a soothing feeling um add a little goat's milk and maple syrup and you're having a party yeah i guess you can mix them up any way you want right so but, i mean they come they're they're good right right out of the package though so, so Sephra, how do they find out more about it well spartans <laughs> if you want to come party with bearded tooth fungus with us um go to foursigmatic.com slash spartan f-o-u-r-s-i-g-m-a-t-i-c uh, dot com slash Spartan. And if you use the code Spartan, you get 15% off, which is awesome. So come join us. Would you say that for all of you feel like that's, that's your purpose, that's your, that's your reason for, for being on this planet right now is, is to help others? Absolutely. Absolutely. Without, 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 um, we, and I, wanna, I wanted to get into this. Uh, you guys give us the opportunity this, this year to complete the honor series. There were six races across five military installations in the U.S., and we were able to target directly soldiers that have been wounded, either wounded or actually going to some sort of disease, illness, but whatever it is, they were facing separation from the military. That this year changed, I mean, things changed a lot. We were able to share share our story, and... Like you said, we don't have the solution to tell everybody this is how it's going to be. But like, you know what? There's a group of guys out there that are willing to have your back. It's going to be a Spartan race, or it's going to be Escape from Alcatraz, or it's going to be just a walk in to remember friends that you lost. Whatever it is, we'll be there for you. No guarantee, like I said, like tomorrow we're going to tackle a pretty big task. Can't guarantee you we will finish. I know we will, but like, can't guarantee it. But like, win or lose, we'll be there together at the end. So. 
just want to be with you. I, I like uh, even just putting it out there. You know, when, when you see guys like Earl and, and Jonathan going through the course, you know, it, it really it puts things into perspective, you know, and uh, I, I feel like you and I talked about this a lot last time we were together. And it's, uh, uh, you know, when you, when you witness that, it's almost it's hard to, to make up an excuse after that. You know, even for myself, when I watch these guys do things, it's like, all right, you know, tomorrow when I have this thing going on or, you know, when these guys are doing the Chicago Marathon next weekend, and I thought, you know, there's no way I'm doing a marathon. But, you know, I watch these guys do this, and they're talking about doing tomorrow 32 miles. It's like, all right, I can do a marathon. You know? <laughs> um, I like putting it out there in front of people, and, it, and it's like a, it's a call-out almost. I, when you and I talked, I, I, I said I was in a race once where I was just broken. My stomach was completely nauseous. And I had nothing to prove. And so I said, you know what? I think I'm tapping out on this one. And I walked over to an ambulance that was nearby. It was an easy way out. And as I walked over, there was a woman going by with one leg. And I said, motherfucker, right? If she could do this, how could I complain about my stomach? And so I continued on. So I think it's super inspirational for those around you. I was there, actually, when you told the story. And you say, so, you know, this woman passed, and I also tap, tap out, and I continue. So the story goes, uh, the ambulance, that was still 18 miles away from the finish line. Because when you say something like that, well, you know what? I pushed through the end. Like, 18 miles is quite a, you know. And I think, did you ever catch her or no? I, at the end, uh, at the end she uh, beat me. Did you trip her? She, she beat me by a few feet at the end, okay. but I, I tried to knock her down. Okay. <laughs> I'm competitive. I mean, one leg or two, we're, we're, we're racing. So um, let's talk about your organization, OEW, Oscar Mike, two different organizations. And um, I uh, somehow got one of these organizations permanently tattooed on my body. Um, I'm still trying to explain it to my wife. So, um, you know, tell me what happened here. Well, I think you got to tell us why. Looks like uh, you got that in prison, just so you know. You got to get that filled in, Joe, or something, man. You know what? It was, um, I was running out of time. It was a little painful. And <laughs> What do you say? No excuses? No excuses. My wife... Um, yeah, I'm dealing with it. <laughs> I'm working on this one. <laughs> we can see it. If you could see that upside down. It, and it's supposed, to, it's supposed to look like that. Yeah. We well, right now. The, the crazy thing was, I thought it was going to be a small tattoo. I mean, I'm like 49 years old. I don't need to get another tattoo. And no one I talked about it, right? We were hanging out. I, and I, I remember you letting me know how big the needles were going to be. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I was thinking... You know, I'll take a little tattoo, something that's not really noticeable. And we're in the um, tattoo parlor, and, and Noah, you looked at me and you said, you know, this is going to be really inspirational. It's gonna, I'm thinking this size on my arm. And I'm thinking to myself, we don't really need it that size. It could still be inspirational, but it was smaller. But I, I didn't have the heart to say. Um, I, feel, I, I feel like I was talked into getting it <laughs> on my forearm like that because that was not my intention at all. Really? <laughs> yeah. So I, I don't know how it came to be like that, but that was definitely not my intention to get it long ways across my forearm like that. What are we looking at? It's the Oscar Mike and Spartan logo together. Yeah. Right. Mine's pretty dried out right now, but pretty awesome, man. It's pretty awesome. That's not a partnership. Yeah. I don't know what it is. That's a partnership, and and uh, I'll, I'll tell you, the last month it's really motivated me. Uh, just like everybody listening, uh, every day is a battle, right? You face resistance. Like, I don't really feel like working out today. I don't feel like eating healthy. I don't feel like doing this. But I got Asker Mike tattooed on my on my leg. So uh, if these guys could do it, I could do it. And so it forces me to push through. 
Well, and you know, it's it is um, it's doing something to me too because I have to I have to do a race now, and I always you know like I love being around everybody when they're doing them, and I love sending guys to the races, but now I have to do one, and mostly because uh, your daughter Catherine wanted me to fill in the center <laughs> with red, and I said I can't fill it in until I do one, nice. so I'm gonna do a sprint, and uh, you know, it, so I look at it every day, and I, I know that I have to get to the point where I can do that. Well, um, what we did was I got the tattoo artist coming to Iceland, and he's got the red ink. And so he'll be expecting you there. Oh, all right. <laughs> Sounds good. I'll, I'll book my flight tomorrow. So let's take, let's do some tips. Um, let, for, for those listening out there, uh, how do we become better people? How do we become more motivated? How do we push harder in life? What tips can you guys give us? Because you're super inspirational. It's just everyday actions. Uh, as you saw, the last race, now you were talking about Catherine, the last race that we did together, your kids happened to be there. And... The only way that we're going to become better is, you know, changing the stereotype about disabled veterans or disabled people whatsoever. You know, like, we're here. We're going to do – that's what's probably the adaptive work. We're, adaptive is perfect. We're, we're going to get through it. We're just going to go do things different. We're going to show the world that quitting is not an option. Um, remember, I actually took off running with your kids. Erica was like, they're pretty fast. I'm going to kick their ass, you know. And that's what I wanted to do. Um, when I go back into the story about my, my own kids, they participate in a lot of races because uh, – I'm, they're always present when we're doing stuff with OEW. I actually happened to take them on a beast. And you love to go like around mile 11, mile 12, go back to the finish line to a venue. My son started smelling the turkey legs and everything, and he's like, I'm done. I'm quitting, you know, like I'm just out. And I'm talking to him like, I can't say what I told him. It's very motivational. But I'm like, I'll put you out for adoption, you know. <laughs> and um, I remember him saying that day, you know, like he's like, I'm just a boy, you know. I'm not a disabled veteran like you guys, and we all stop. Like, what? You know, we got to change the way people look at us. And you got, you have given us a great opportunity. At the beginning of the year, I don't know what was the project, but we did get the phone call, Norby, you and I. How do you guys feel about a different medal, you know, or, like, different obstacles for the, that team? Like, hell no, you know. This is one of the beautiful things about this sport. We, we all going with everybody else. And I think we're, little by little, we're changing becoming better just by that perspective mm -hmm. i would like to see is more i don't know if military or not more uh athletes with disability out there challenging themselves and whether they want to be with the team or by themselves um you know give them that confidence and that motivation to understand like because i remember the first spartan race i did was uh wintergreen in 2013 and i went in there so cocky eight mile race man oh i've done i've done tough runners before they were longer distance and then what is that called the What's up? I didn't hear that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. I've never done another one since. <laughs> but anyway, I remember driving up that mountain uh, with Amanda Sullivan. She's the one who talked me into it. And I'm thinking to myself, Amanda, this is only an eight-mile race. Yeah, it's like on a ski resort. <laughs> like, what? But finishing that race, it was at that time in my life, it was the hardest physical thing I've ever accomplished since I lost my leg. And I thought to myself, man, I got to do another one now. And it snowballs from there. And I think once you get a bite of that, and these guys um, convincing them to get out of their comfort zone and try something new, and you take a lot of pride in yourself, I feel like. And, and I think it helps a lot up here because people tend to define themselves with their disability. And I don't look at it like, like that. I'm a Spartan, just like everybody else out on that course. I may do it a little differently, but we're getting over that finish so, line so, one way so or I another. Think, I think the message from you and Johnny, from Earl and Johnny, 
is um, even for the people out there listening without disabilities is uh, pushing harder and getting out of your comfort zone is a healthy, good thing. Period. End of story. Yeah, I, I think uh, taking the first step, you know, that's always the most important. Uh, with me, I, I always have to like trick myself, you know, and it's just just start it. Um, once you start doing it and then you're going to, you're going to either make it as far as you physically can, or you're going to, or you're going to finish it. Um, and then the the next thing is going to be bigger. Um, you know, that's, I think that's why we even picked the name for the organization, Oscar Mike, as long as you get on the move, um, you, you never know what you're capable of until you do it. I really hope hope this message of this podcast is able to reach more than Spartans because, um, Spartan, not. Spartan community knows what this is about. The problem is, outside of the Spartan community, this is pretty intimidating. And I'm talking about Spartan Race, Oscar Mike, Operation Enduring Warrior. Um, I signed up for my first race just with a group of friends. And when I Google a Spartan Race, I see Robert Kelly and just flying through the obstacles. I'm like, whoa, am I supposed to do that? You know? And that's what you see broadcast. You, there's a lot more than the race than just that. You know, it's the community, they're helping each other going through. Same thing with OEW. Like, if you see Operation Enduring Warrior, you're going to see this group of guys going with pro masks, you know, full uniforms, and they are creating, like, human bridges, you know, getting people across, and you're like, holy crap, who are these people? Um, you know, we're going for that one. My first event with OEW. Probably, I'm going to give you the benefit. It was probably like 20 feet into the course. I see one of these guys falling down, you know, face first. And it was the greatest thing that ever happened because I saw the, race, the, the, the rest of the team picking him up. And I'm like, you fall just like us and you bleed just like us and you're still going through this. So, like, I, say, I hope he reaches more than Spartans. And I'm going to tell you, get out of the comfort zone. There's the fear of, uh, wow, this is a race. And these are... In black and white in paper, it looks horrible. It's like 34 miles, what is it? 34 miles, 36 obstacles, the elevation gate, like it just sounds like a bad idea. But once you get out there and you start meeting people and you know, like helping others or being helped, it, it's, it's totally amazing. Uh, just for clarity, it's 72 obstacles. Anyway, oh. <laughs> <laughs> not, not the. Yeah, we're doing the math today. So the book can carry is twice, but it's two laps, so we're carrying that. Oh, yeah. Sorry, sorry, hold on. No, it's okay. Hold on, people. It, it's okay. We're doing the math today, and we're like, we put two bucket carriers, and I'm like, well, it's two laps. So it's a four times. I'm like, wow. It's a lot of obstacles tomorrow. We're not thinking about it. Don't count. You guys are awesome. Thanks for coming out. Good luck tomorrow, and um, hope you survive. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think? I love that. I thought it was fantastic. You know, um, they we're going to have all kinds of takeaways from this one because there was a lot covered there, three incredible guys. But you know what I liked the most, what I thought was really cool, was they kept coming back to, yeah, we're adaptive athletes, that's great, but we're not adaptive athletes. We're athletes who adapt. And I like the way that he said everyone adapts to something. Everyone out there is adapting to something. This just happens. What we're adapting to is more visible. I'm adapting right now. (laughs) That's true. (laughs) That's true. Yeah, I I mean, the perspective of these three guys is amazing, right? And you've been on all these courses. You've seen them, Joe's seen Everybody's seen them, but... They are truly inspirational guys, though, yep. on, on, the, on and off the course. But it's really, like you say, it's their perspective on their life, for not only running the races, but what they can do and what yeah. they still, what they can bring, and that they can make others whole, if you will. Did you like that he used the term when he said, we almost have an unfair advantage? He said, on this yeah. course, you know, a course like this where we're going into what we don't even know what to expect, we have an unfair advantage because we've dealt with so much that this is going to seem not as 
huge in comparison to somebody right. who maybe it's not has as daunting not for them. Right. It, it's a pretty neat way to uh, you know you don't want to in any way minimize anything right. they've gone through. But I love the fact that they're actually positioning it as hey, th- in some ways this has set us up better for life. How did they first? How did they first start doing Spartan races? Oh yeah, Joe's new ink. Can you can you see that? Can you see it? It's <laughs> very, put, it's very it's for those listening, we're showing off the tattoo. So um, it was Veterans Day weekend at West Point. No. Yeah. Maybe the year before. I don't know what weekend it was. Talking about how? It, yeah, and and oh. my daughter and I shot on a pl- on a plane. We went out. I'm, anybody listening, I'm sound funny because I just got a root canal. <laughs> True story. <laughs> Joe just arrived straight from the dentist. He's had a root canal, and he said, "We're doing it. We're not." We're, you guys well, my thinking it. was, my thinking, I didn't need a root canal, but because we were doing the Oscar <laughs> Mike, <laughs> but I thought, what the hell? you just thought you'd you go a little bit the farther. Pain. Oscar Mike thing. So I said, I just, I, you know, I yeah. gotta at least feel a little bit of pain. Yeah, so yeah. I, I went to the dentist. No Novocaine, just, just no go ahead and cut. Just drill, <laughs> guys. This, this, this is how much he loves you guys. And and so I did. Really does love you guys. My face isn't working, but but um. And it sucks, but we shoot out there with my daughter, and I go see um, these guys, yeah. and they built this new adaptive house, and I said, what, what you, what's the idea with the house? And he said to me, listen, just going to the bathroom is, like, monumental, and if I could give some tips to the trade to other people that have to go to the bathroom in a wheelchair or whatever, it's going to change your life yeah. significantly. So I was, I was so impressed, and I said, what do you call this thing? He said, Oscar Mike. I said, why do you call it Oscar Mike? Because it means on the move military call signal, and um, is that correct? Correct. Okay. And he says to me, um, I said, do you have a tattoo? And he said, no, I don't have a tattoo. I, I said, um, he, he said, do you have a tattoo? I said, neither of us had tattoos anyway. I was going to get a little tattoo. <laughs> I, love, I, I love that conversation. Are you guys are just like, yeah, Not me that too. little. I had no intention to go as big as I went. <laughs> no, yeah. Sephra was there. Yeah. And I walk in, and Noah's in a wheelchair, and yeah. we're at West Point, and so you're feeling that, like, yeah, whatever yeah. happens to all these guys at West Point, as you would know, Colonel Nye, and, and I'm feeling good, and I go in there, and they, they're firing up the needles, and I'm like, we're gonna get a, I'm going to get a little thing, like a quarter on my, on my calf or somewhere you don't even see, my ankle, right? Mm-hmm. And um, Joe's like, how does it look? I go, it looks a little big, Joe. I remember you being on the phone and, saying, I look at Noah, stop. who's in a wheelchair, yeah. right? And he's, for the rest of his life, and he's out with these guys inspiring everybody. And I'm like, I can't fucking say no to him, right? I mean, he's getting that size tattoo on his arm, and Sephra's just looking down, and I'm trying to get a signal from Sephra, but she doesn't want to say anything. <laughs> no, no, no. I was very she was verbal. Just, anyway, the point is, the point is... But I um, love the tattoo, and I love them. really deep, and I want to ask yeah. you guys, that goes on, uh, whether you see the movie Rocky, not to, not to yeah. belittle... Or, or you see adaptive athletes, somebody yeah. that's against all odds, yep. right? Has it tougher than us, yep. like I do right now with the, with the, the fake uh, root canal, and <laughs> continues to push through anyway. Yeah, yeah, sure. Like I'm doing this podcast. I mean, yeah. think about the pain I'm in. But I'm here. <laughs> and I'm doing it. Yeah, absolutely. What is that? Like, what, what, how does that reframe our own situation? Well, that, that's to, to hear these guys talk about this and the idea that most people go through life. We've had so many people that we've interviewed talk about how the way we most people go through life, we're taught to go through life, is to avoid all struggle, to play it down the middle, to keep it seventy degrees all the time, you know, just just to have everything be easy and simple and straightforward. You've created an, an environment where people can actually go and seek out obstacles. They can come to a race. They can seek out obstacles. These guys didn't seek obstacles. They were they they you know they went into the face of into the path of danger. Right, but they, they put themselves where they knew they were going. Exactly, and potentially, hundred percent. Right. And 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 now what what they're now saying is, 
we now are dedicating our lives to making the world better for everyone else. So instead of saying, poor me, you know, I'm, I'm choosing to be a victim, um, they're, they're saying, hey, yes, there's an obstacle. I'm now going to actually use that. So it's not only uh, accepting the obstacle, it's actually embracing the obstacle and saying, this is what, what's so, you know, what am I going to do with this? And, and, and so, so just, just the opportunities that are presented by difficulty, you know, when, when, when we, we've talked before about would you ever watch a movie about the life of the person who gets good grades and gets good job good and point. gets good yeah, retirement? Good uh-huh. You know, we, we, we pay to watch struggle and strife you and, and redemption. There's got to be something to overcome. So, um, so someday there will be a movie about the day you got your root canal. The day I did the podcast <laughs> with a fake root canal. Holy. So, so but back, back to these guys, though. Sure. <laughs> well, I, and I think that, look, we talk a lot about, like, what you can learn from that. But I think that's, like, an innate quality when, when you okay, Joe? You have whiskey? <laughs> got oregano. <laughs> we got. What do we have? I wonder what you know, we do have. We have some four sigmatic well, we coffee. Do have, we'll come oh, back yeah, to that yeah we got some mushrooms for you, Joe. Um, I, I, I think with these guys, like you can't teach it. You know what I mean? Like you lead through positivity and having the ability to have that strength to just always be positive and always be an inspiration. And not everyone has that. I just went through the mountains of Puerto Rico. We met a bunch of elders and I said, what's the one thing that increases longevity? What's the one thing that I see in all these people that are over a hundred years old? They're all happy and they're all joyful and they're all positive. And I think out of everything that we learned, if you have that positivity, and you can and you can just show that and live that and be that. That's no, gonna no lead matter you what the lot. circumstances. No matter what yeah. the circumstances, and that's something that that I think I think you're kind of born with. Well, y- yes and no though. Y- well. y- and something I I'm trying to think if it was a podcast that we recently did where you were talking to someone who said that what he misses the most about the military is that community and the fact that you've got a shared mission, a shared community. You look at these guys, you know, they came out of that same background, and, and like you talk about the elders in Puerto Rico and and some of the more um, traditional cultures where there's much more community. And that's something that we really are lacking in our society is community. And that's something that Spartan Race has done is created. Five million strong. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And growing. And yeah. Growing, yeah. And, and as all these people start talking about tribes and communities and rebuilding it, and obviously the camaraderie they get in the military, I once again say, like, don't forget your elders because there's a lot that those elders are teaching you. And your tribe is stronger when you incorporate them. Into well, that's it. easy for you to say when you get to mine and Tim's age. There aren't many elders left. I'm like 108. <laughs> not on the course. Give me a break. <laughs> but no, the, you know. Uh, again, back to the the, the um, these guys, Oscar, Mike. What a what a neat opportunity in Tahoe to have the three of them together and to have that that back and forth and that repartee. Yeah, Any one I, of them would be a great interview. But the dynamic of that. Yeah, but I mean, those guys again. They went out. What they did that last mile on their hands and knees. It, you know, I mean, just. Top his nails. That, that's Top his nails. And Noah was Iceland, too. At the West Point race, um, I was running with those guys, right? Oh, and yeah. Said, yeah, and that's right. And at I some point, oh, yeah. Right, oh, exactly. yeah, I was there, too. Oh, yeah. So, anyway, we're going up the hill, and, and one of the athletes running, uh, either no legs or, or, or paralyzed, but was crawling. And everybody's, hey, you're doing a great job or something. And somebody said, well, if we were really, really tough, we would all crawl up the hill together. Sorry. And, and I thought, oh, the next thing I know, we're crawling up the hill. And, and, you know, I mean, it was hard. I'll put it that way. I mean, you know, and to think that was just one hill yeah. to crawl up on your hands and knees instead of run up. And yet these guys went out and did a mile at the end of the world championship route. And 16 you know, miles. 16 that, miles. not an easy race to be and, Right. I, it's just incredible what they're able to, to do, to conquer together. Uh, how they push each other, 
And again, when you see these guys or when you're around them, uh, either on a course or just talk to them, as you say, the positivity of them, uh, they're, they're inspiring. I mean, you know, it's the whole ultimate frame of reference that you always speak about. I we mean, they've had theirs totally changed, and they've accepted it, and now they're trying to, they're gaining from it. Absolutely. And, and as they pointed out, not just gaining from it, but finding an opportunity to contribute. You know, it's, right. it's not even like I now need to take. It's I'm going to give even more than I've ever given before. It's pretty amazing. And uh, Eric, let's mention Erica here, right? Spartan staff who has worked with them at a million oh, yeah. other right. races. And uh, she's kind of the team, uh, I don't know, team captain, team mother, yeah. team, you know. Yeah, mama. Yeah. Mama. She line, keeps everybody together. All right, but hey, if you want to find out more about these guys, more about Spartan, more about anything, go to spartan.com slash podcast. You can also subscribe and follow us on YouTube, on iTunes, anywhere you get your podcasts. But check us out every week because we have incredible people. Not always three in one, but always incredible people. This episode of Spartan Up is brought to you by Four Sigmatic. Join the mushroom coffee revolution at foursigmatic.com forward slash Spartan. Thank you for watching another epic story of success. If you like our message, please share Spartan Up with your friends and subscribe on iTunes, YouTube, or wherever you catch our show, maybe in the woods. Spartan Up is brought to you by Spartan Race. To find a race near you, visit Spartan.com.